Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? We're going to have a lot of fun today. Before I get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I have a new voice. Do you love it? Wow. I could be like like a... a um, just picture now I'm 30 years old and tall and handsome and hot and sexy, and I meet you at a club, and we're dancing, slow dancing, and I say to you, let me take you home. Oh, right. Make love to you. Really? Make you happy. Do all the things to you. Yeah. I've always wanted done, but no man had the nerve oh, to do. Isn't that a sexy voice? Instead of my normal creepy voice. Hmm. 
They want to know if it's the button that gave you the deep voice. No, I wish. No, I got. I caught. No, Deirdre, that little twit. She was on last week, sick as a dog. Well, Deirdre gave me her gift as she left. She said, "Here you go, snots." Whoops. And I caught her terrible flu. It's in my chest. It's in my nose. Uh, before we go any further, I must say. No, wait, 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 no. Wait, wait, I wanted to. My... I know, but you can't do all that stuff because you never can do all that stuff until we introduce Chad, and then you oh, get to do all that. Chad, stuff. you don't so have to introduce up, me. So what's up, the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy? What's going on, fellas? There you go. Well, I was Ron about Sick, to say huh? so, but the boss decided that we should introduce you first. I always thought you should be introduced when you were ready to do a little segment, not just a hello goodbye thing. Yeah, anyway, Ron, when someone sneezes, show, you got a duck. Star okay, Mister Star runs the show, and that's how like all well. the Ellen and all the big shows do it. You yeah, introduce and I the people follow, in the and show. I follow Mister Star, the Jimmy Star show. I get it. I follow. So let's go. <laughs> also, you guys, we want to say hey to everybody in the chat room. And if you want to watch us, you can hit the ITV button and you can see us. I'm waving now. And now Ron's going to tell you something. Okay, folks. I went crazy when I was told that Johnny Mathis is coming on our show. And I said he is coming on our show and Johnny is coming on our show. There's really? no question about it. We're not making that up. But some nut jobs on Twitter went berserk and they started to say he's on today. Not nut jobs, just people. No, no, fans. nut jobs. Anybody that works those Twitters is a little cracked. Okay. Oh, come on. They, 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 they talk about their own business, other people's business. Well, anyway. Without Twitter, we wouldn't have a show. Well, that would be, <laughs> I don't think. Well, Johnny Carson didn't have, have a Twitter. Uh, who? Johnny Carson. He didn't have a Twitter. I know, but that wasn't in the day now. But Ellen has one and all the shows do now. And Ellen, Ellen doesn't need a Twitter, believe me. She's yes, she so does. talented. She could do. All right, yes, you're right, Jimmy. See, I even agree with him all the time. That's the way to successful marriage. Never argue, agree. Just say whatever you say, dear. Yes, of course. We're happy that everybody's so excited that Johnny Mathis is coming on. But he's on. not we'll on let today. You know today. But he's just not on today. That's going to be cool. So, that's Isn't that cool, Chad? That's real cool. Yeah. I love Johnny. I've met him, I think, three times. He's wonderful. I'm going to talk to him about the times that we met, remind him of the crazy occasions they were. Um, he's a charming, sweet, uh, delightful man. I, I, I love him very much. Anyway, what's on today? What's going to happen? Anything exciting? We've, we've got singer-songwriter Juliana coming on today, and then we're going to have professional makeup artists with their own professional uh, line of makeup and stuff. Uh, Lori Depp coming on, who just happened to also be one of uh, Johnny Depp's wives. One of them. It's going to be fun. That should be fun. I know all about make makeup and theatrical makeup. Maybe we can get some good hints out there to the people who watch our show. By the way, if I seem a little weird... <laughs> <laughs> today you are. more than normally <laughs> it's because i have antibiotics in me and all kinds of stuff for from my surgery last week so i'm flying around the studio a little bit i have a jacket and a scarf on because i'm cold they keep the studio very cold um, my hair looks like i just you look got, fabulous got no, laid. everybody's saying you look fabulous no my hair looks like i just got laid but that's okay <laughs> i like that get laid Did he? look um that's it so i'm gonna go on with the show yay let's go that's well, say funny. something, you big galook. I am. I'm, I'm writing to people in the chat room. See you guys. Um, we want to say hi to everybody in the chat room. What's up, Rebel and Tristan from Australia and beautiful goddess and Irish Ginger and Dave Stars now from England and uh, everybody else in the chat room. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hope everybody's enjoying the holiday season. Uh, Christmas is coming. We're going to call it Christmas. <laughs> you betcha we are. And uh, and we're enjoying we're enjoying ourselves very much. It's a lot of fun. And Chad, how's everything going for you for your Christmas? I can't you complain about Christmas at all. What what's that, Ronnie? I said he should have introduced you now, and you could have segued in with your little story. 
No, because that's not how it works. Okay, James, whatever you say. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, the whole season thing I could do without the whole Black Friday and the things for gifts and all that. But yeah, I am concentrating on Christ Mass this year very hard, and uh, it should be a good one. Absolutely. Well, well, we hope so. My fear is, and I must make this known to the public, this is not a fact, what I'm about to say. Hit us. It's, it's a supposition. Suppo- 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 I don't know what this is. Supposition, my mouth's going. All right. Um, a lot of people are not going to see the tree in Radio City Music Hall, New York, because um, somebody spread a rumor that the ICs people were going to blow up and kill thousands of people at the actual Radio City Music Hall statue in Rockefeller Center, in Rockefeller Center and the enormous Christmas tree. Um, there's also a big Christmas show somewhere else in town. It's really sad what the world has become and all the joys that we have, little joys that don't cost money, free joys, joys for everyone, even the people who don't have money, they can go to Rockefeller Center and enjoy it just as much as a millionaire standing next to them. These are the gifts that New York gives people, and now we have to worry. Uh, I'm going to confess that I am a little worried myself, and I don't think I'm going either. Uh, I think this is a year we must be all careful. What? We don't want to spoil our Christmas. Why would you let the terrorists win? That's exactly well, what they want I is for you to live I in fear. I can't fight them. Don't you understand? I'm not letting the terrorists win. But I'm making my, it'll be my children, my cousin, her husband, and my dear friend Terry and John. We're all together. And I wouldn't want anything to happen. It was my idea to do it. Well, you know, to go if, to the tree. Well, if, I think we if, should all go with caution. I remember the Second World War when I was a baby. My mother would feed me in the dark. And I once asked her, Mommy, why is it dark in the house? And she said, because maybe the enemy is flying over to bomb us. Mm. So it was a a precaution that we did to save our family's lives. I'm not saying don't go to the tree. But what I'm saying is when you do go to the tree, keep your eyes open and look around and see if anybody's got a backpack that looks strange. Or if somebody takes their backpack off and throws it on the floor and runs away. I mean, you know, do as as they all said. Or even Donald Trump is telling everybody. Well, well, the the secret's already out. It's already blown. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're safe to go because the secrets are out. So now they're going to have dogs yeah, and extra don't, security. Don't know who they are or what they look like. They speak American just like us. They're American born. Sure, probably so. It could be your your boy. Jimmy could be one for all I. Oh, sure. I don't think that'd so. That'd be ultimate, but yeah, I don't that, think that'd Jimmy be extreme. Would, <laughs> hey, Chad. I, I would turn yes, sir. If he was. Chad, I think uh, the ITV froze. Is there a way to fix that? Did it really freeze? I don't know. Everybody in the chat room is saying they got kicked off, and, and so I... Uh... See, ISIS at work. <laughs> is that what it was? All right, we'll stop the broadcast and try anyway, to restart it. <laughs> just be careful, folks. Keep your eyes open. There you go. Yeah, just, you know, be aware We're of your surroundings. But, uh, but don't in live in very, fear. very uh, bad times. It's we want everybody to have a good time and enjoy themselves. Don't be paranoid about it, but also don't be stupid about it. That's all. Right. Don't be a moron. Okay, right. what's next? Don't be a moron. So, <laughs> so let's do a couple commercials real quick. Number one, you guys, we want to thank everybody for tuning into the show every week. Our SoundCloud broke 7 million people, Woo! 7 million plays uh, this last week with Ileana Douglas coming on. She had about 180-something thousand plays. And uh, so we appreciate that very, very much. And you can hear the show live every Wednesday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time on W4CY.com uh, with the awesome, awesome engineer, Mr. Chad Murphy. Who, me? Thanks. You can also hear us on WROM Radio in Detroit, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Planet Radio Network in New York, L.A., Ontario, 
Ooh, London and Ontario, Monster FM Radio in New York, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, K4HD Radio in L.A., WBAD Radio in Washington, D.C. Now we're also on Blast FI. Uh, there's a Jimmy Stars World um, uh, radio station for Jimmy Stars World there, and uh, it's a lot of fun, and it's playing music, and it's going to be playing shows also. That's in Philadelphia. We're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and iHeartRadio, and on video. You can see the videos on Roku, YouTube, Vimeo, and JimmyStarsWorld.com. That was a, a mouthful. That was it more was. than a mouthful, and boy, oh boy, I had no idea that we're spreading like some kind like of a, a venereal disease. <laughs> We're spreading, we're spreading oh like my. syphilis did during the Second World War. My God, we're just amazing. Anyway, I hope you guys like everything we do because we have no idea what we're going to do when we do it. We're live, we're unfiltered, we're unscripted, and we haven't a clue as to what we're going to say. So sometimes I don't remember words, can't find words, mispronounce words, or just lose my mind completely. Then you'll know, in fact, that we are a uh, free show. Right, Jim? Yep. Now, what are we going to talk about? I don't feel good today, kids. I'm, I hope I'm not, I'm not going to disappoint my, my people that come in to listen to my lunacy. That's okay. You don't have to, don't have to worry about any of that. Yeah. So we I watched, just fall asleep and start snoring. We, we watched a really cool Christmas movie, and I, I don't think it's from this year. I think it's from like, like uh, last year or the year before. But uh, we actually watched it <laughs> twice, once with the girls and once with just Ron and I. And it's uh, Tyler Perry's A Medea Christmas, and it is awesome. It's got Larry the Cable Guy in it, and it's got Medea and a whole bunch of people from the movies that she's always in. And it is awesome. So if you guys have Netflix – no, wait. No, it was on Hulu. It was on Hulu. Uh, I think it's on Netflix, too. No, it's not. We looked for Netflix the other night. It's on Hulu, you guys. So if you're uh, interested in watching a really fun family movie with, uh, you know, like funny stuff in it, but ends all nice and happy like a nice Christmas movie that's not like a super dumb Christmas movie, check it all out. It's a Medea's Christmas. Ron liked it, too. Well, because he's a drag. Tyler Perry is awesome. He's in drag, Tyler Perry, as an old black woman. And he's hilarious because he's like the old black women that like to run the whole family. And they talk rapidly and they have sort of a southern, you know, uh, Alabama drawl. And uh, she'll say crazy things like, what do you mean? I'm going over there. No, no, no. So it's a little hard to understand her sometimes. But the best part of the movie was in the beginning, she's dressed as a Santa Claus woman. And she's in a department store selling product. I forgot what the products were. And the lady annoyed her. (laughs) I didn't hear what she said to that lady. I think every salesperson in the world got up in the theater and applauded when they saw that. Absolutely. She put that woman in her place real quick. It was hilarious. There we go. (laughs) ITV is back, everybody. Good job, Chad. We are. There we are. Chad's a superstar. What are you going to do? Chad's the bestest. Chad, I love it. Okay. Chad, how was your weekend? Can't complain. Staying busy and got another busy weekend ahead of us. Uh, We got a four gigs this weekend. So, yeah, staying busy, staying happy. Do you guys sing Christmas songs? We do not. Okay. I wish I could, but I don't really know any by heart or professionally all the way through. Okay. What's like, like, what is like a, what's like the most, do you, do you guys take requests or you just like go up and play? Like you have a bunch of songs, you know, and you guys play from that list. Yeah, it's pretty funny. We do take requests and you know, you get a lot of the free birds and I'll flip them a finger and there's a free bird for you. And, uh, you get a lot of sweet home Alabama's and I actually retired sweet home Alabama for a year. So I'm not going to be playing that song till, uh, September, 2016. So, yeah, okay. we take requests. We don't know them. We just tell them piss off. You know, I'm from Jacksonville. I went to high school in Jacksonville. So, like, all that, like, Molly Hatchet, Leonard Skinner, yeah. all that stuff, that was, like, what we listened to in high school. Good stuff. That music yeah, still stuff. I could give you the lyrics to Santa Baby that I used to do in my show. Right. 
at Santa, baby. Send me a guy, six foot two, eyes of blue. Santa, baby. Just like that? Down my chimney tonight. I'm going to do it just like that. (laughs) I know that he'll be perfection when he heads towards me with that huge erection. It was wonderful. Everybody loved it. It was. It was. It was a, the lyric is really good. Wild. But at the end of the lyric, there's a moral. It's just not dirty stuff. Right. It's Santa baby. Just one more thing. I'd like a wedding ring. So this broad that wants this guy with the huge erection also wants to get married. Okay. She's just not a tramp. All right. So you we did. had to clean it up that way. But it was a great song. People loved it. Standing ovations. Nice. People love dirty songs. They do. I like dirty songs too. When, when you when you change a, a classic Christmas song around, like breast nuts roasting on <laughs> breast nuts, breast nuts, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, there was just a load of them. When you go to see a gay show in drag queens, they really do a number with comedy. I mean, they make fun of themselves, the world, everything is just made fun of, and it's fun. And uh, you walk out of there smiling away. That's the cool thing about uh, you know comedians; they can get away with saying crap like that. Because it's, because it's not meant intentionally or to be upsetting anyone or to be angry. Oh, yeah. It's funny. It's making fun. Of, well, look, when you're a drag queen, you're making fun of yourself. I mean, you're standing there, a man dressed as a woman right there. That's a comedy. Yeah. And everything you do is funny. I mean, we do these things where we lift up our boobs. Women don't do that. What we do. And the audiences love it. They laugh at it. Women They're don't lift fun. up their boobs at all? Well, you never saw a performer go out and lift up both of her boobs and adjust them while she's singing on the mic. They I do mean, it behind stage. Yeah, they do that backstage. Right yes. before they hit the runway. Right, not in front of everybody. <laughs> well, they no, should, what actually, but... <laughs> what you actually do is you lean forward and you pull your pecs up over your bags so your boobs look big. Okay. Those are the tricks, my dear. We're going to learn a lot of tricks from the Depp lady, Johnny Depp's ex. Yes. She's going to tell us all Lori. how to look... Go- Lori Depp. How to, how to look magnificent. How to paint that... But you thing. already look magnificent. Yeah, for a corpse. No, not for a corpse. For a corpse. <laughs> I feel Listen like to him, Chad. Isn't that terrible? Call himself a corpse. That's just like how it works. I have gone through a week of, of craziness, please. Plus, it's freezing here. It's like 40 degrees, 35. It was 34 when we woke up today. Why like, do you so drop the thermostat so low? Yeah, like how, how cold <laughs> is it in Florida right now? Uh, if you walked outside, it'd be probably around, I don't know, 78 and partly cloudy. <laughs> the same old, same old. Yeah. <laughs> Florida, Pretty what's much. tomorrow's weather going to be like? Same. Since yesterday. <laughs> a little more humid, a little less humid. Same. Well, we might get snow if it rains now and it stays in the 30s, 31, 32. Then we could get snow in the coming weeks, well, which be would cool. be wonderful for Christmas. Right. I would love it. I want it to snow on Christmas Day, but that's like it. <laughs> and then go away the next. Gotcha. Yeah, it's just fun for like a day, but otherwise it's like... Like actually, like yesterday and the day before, even though it was 35, the sun was out, so it was absolutely beautiful. But when it's all cloudy out and it's drizzling rain and stuff, and then it's like 30 degrees or 35 degrees, then it's like miserable out. That's a different story. I hate that part. Yeah, so I well, don't like that part. Put it, put it back in your pants. Don't leave it out. And you oh, ha, 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 ha. Hey now. You ever hear that when somebody said, "What's it like it's out?" Cold out. Say, well, I'm going to leave it out all day. <laughs> I got a million of them. I got a million of them. Let's talk to our goddess. What's new with her? How are you feeling, honey? She wanted to know if you're sleeping better now that you got the button. I'm sleeping yes. like a, like a corpse. That's why I told you I was a corpse. <laughs> because now I, I'm not bound by all sorts of instruments and weird stuff, and it was uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm I'm back to old me. Everything is except just, for that he has a cold now. Unfortunately, yeah, but after the cold is over, I'll be perfect. That's right. Nothing more. That's happening soon. That'll be getting. I've had enough this year with bullshit with doctors and stuff. No more. Over. 
Actually, now I'm going. I have to go to physical therapy for my shoulder. <laughs> I told him, loosen your bra straps and you won't have such pain. Isn't that funny? Chad, have you ever heard of a, a frozen shoulder? Does that have to do with your rotator cuff or something? Yeah, I have two frozen shoulders. It means that the the t- skin tissue uh, and the, what do you call it? the scar tissue in your, in your arms or whatever shrinks. So it shrinks everything else in your arms too. And it feels like it's torn, but actually you have to stretch it out. So I have to start going to physical therapy three so, times a week so, so I can stretch it all out. So it's probably just real shrinking. tight is what they're saying. All, yeah. It's causing that pain. shrinking went south. So now he's going to have to stretch oh, it that's out. That's not too. Don't listen to him. Yeah, so I have to go three times a week to, to, to stretch my arms. And then if, it doesn't, if that doesn't work, they'll do an operation. But the guy was like, yeah, you know, if you can get it done with physical therapy, uh, you really want to do that because he said it's like incredibly painful surgery. Yeah, I wouldn't get into surgery. You start getting the man digging in there with knives and stuff, they'll screw something else more down the road. So, yes, I would go with some serious stretching every morning before you, you know, do your thing. And I, yeah, and I'm starting tomorrow. No, Friday. Friday morning at eight o'clock, I do my first physical therapy. So I'm happy that I'm happy that we don't have to cut me open. And already, like it's a little bit better, you know, than it was yesterday. So that's go. good. Imagine yeah, you if you did it daily. Out. Yep. And I think um, did somebody try to call in a second ago or no? No calls. Okay, we'll wait. A, we'll wait a couple of minutes, and if it doesn't uh, work out, then we will uh, call her. But exactly. let's see if she calls us because she's supposed to call us. But I didn't work that whole thing out real well. Uh, as well as I normally do. Which, by the way, if you guys are like soap opera fans, next week is going to be so much fun because we have um, Ian Buchanan coming on who was on General Hospital, Port Charles. I don't know. He's been on a million soap operas, and he was in that movie um, Panic Room with Jodie Foster, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And then we have Sean Kanan coming on who was also on General Hospital, and you guys will remember him as the bad guy in Karate Kid 3, like the bad Karate Kid or whatever. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be our first time we've had two major soap stars on in the same week. And uh, we haven't even had, besides Michael Damien, I don't even think we've had hardly any soap stars. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. They're all real recognizable. They've been on television every day for, you know, 30 years, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so I think it's going to be fun, and I'm looking very much forward to it. And then on the next week after that's our Christmas show, which I don't know what we're going to be doing yet. But our December 23rd, two days before Christmas, we're going to have a show, and it'll probably be music and fun, and maybe we'll just get some, some uh, chat room people to call in, and we'll just shoot the shit and have some fun with Chad and everybody. How's that sound? Okay. Why are you not ta- saying anything? You're just sitting there. Because I'm letting you do the show. This way you'll see if I'm not here how or boring uh, the show is. I don't have any problems getting the show going. <laughs> no, but, I if I ever should pass away, then the show is over. I mean, they're going to have to listen to I'll just to get you. somebody in the chat room. I'll get Goddess to be my co-host. See that, Goddess? You're going to replace me when I kick the bucket. We won't have any He's problems. got a heart of gold. He's just got some... You gotta have heart. You got miles and miles is that a real heart. song? Yeah. Okay. Baby. Sometimes he knows songs I don't know, but he's been singing Johnny Mathis all week since we found out Johnny Mathis is going to be coming on. He's been singing Johnny Mathis all week. When my voice was my own, but I could still do it now. I think of you and I say to myself, I forgot the lyric. Goddess says no one else can replace you. Goddess says no one can ever replace you. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. You know what? It's kind of right because nobody can replace anybody. You're right. Uh, Everybody in this world has an importance and has presence to someone. And everyone in this world is loved by someone and will be missed. So, yes, absolutely. No one can ever be replaced. There you go. I like that. That makes it all fun. Mm -hmm. And, I, and we got a bunch of new people in the chat room, and I don't know who you guys are, but thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Lakeisha and <coughs> Chase, and I don't know, I said hello to a bunch of other people in there, so hello, hello, everybody that's coming into the chat room. Hey, Chad. Hi, Captain. Let's see if we can get... Oh, Chad, you're in the chat room, too. I am? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, somebody comes open. in all the time. Is Chinzy here in? I guess you couldn't make it this no. week. They might have blown her up on the way. No. <laughs> so annoyed. Oh, well, there's somebody in the channel called Guess the Chad. I guess maybe that's not you. Maybe that's like a Chad, like a... No, that's me. In a voting thing. That's you? Okay. Um, so why don't we see if we can call Juliana that's and me. see if she uh, if she answers the phone? Let's do it. This way. Who, who are we calling? I'm sorry. Uh, Juliana something. Uh, stand by. <laughs> she breathes a sigh of sadness. Then the wind begins to blow. Wind that sets the trees a-swaying Like some violins a-playing Weird and haunting melodies People used to love to hear her laugh See, that's Johnny Mantha sings that song. Okay, I don't even, I don't know that, but okay. Oh, it's fabulous. When he sings that song, you know what album I loved most of his? What? Open Fire with Two Guitars. A song that he sings was written by a very famous rock and roll group in the 60s, and I forgot their name. And the lyric is, sitting by an open fire, watching flames as they grow higher. Dee-da-da brings to mind. Dee-da-da. And I'm going to interrupt your song. <laughs> but that's a fabulous song. And I'm going to talk about it with Johnny when he comes on. So there. All right, everybody. So now we want to welcome hey. to the Jimmy Star Show, singer, songwriter, fabuloso, beautiful female, Juliana. Hello Ooh, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You need more light, darling. <laughs> More light? Oh, thanks. We don't see you. We see shadows. That, that might be the way our screen is sitting. Okay. Um, <laughs> hello, hello. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody. Starting off with our king, our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, darling. I'm sick as a dog. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. He is singing with a voice like a frog. Did you know that song, Sonny Gets Blue? I didn't. I didn't. It's a great song. It lovely. D do you sing pop? I do. Oh, then you should know. Sonny Gets Blue. It's a great song. Johnny did it on his album. We're talking about Johnny Mathis because he's coming on the show soon. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a big deal for me. So we have the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Juliana. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I'm Jimmy Starr, and we want to welcome you to the show. We have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, guys. There you go. So tell us, where are you actually calling from? What country are you in? I'm in Australia at the moment because that's my okay, hometown. Okay, you're from Australia. Yes, I am. I'm from Melbourne. So I'm at home. For the um, holiday. Yes, I am. So what time um, is it in Australia right now? It's actually 7.30 a.m. in the morning. Oh, so like we're the first thing you do after you brush your teeth in the morning. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're the first part of my day. So there you go. Like that's awesome. I love it. So you don't live there all the time, though, right? Because I read that you you're here. Or I thought I actually thought it was Canada. I'm so stupid. I don't know where any of these places are in your bio. I didn't. It said this some place, and I was like, I have no idea where that is. <laughs> um, well, I do. I travel to LA a lot, just for obviously music reasons and stuff, and just try and co-write and meet people over there. But I'm mainly based here. Oh, okay. So I didn't know that. Which we should say, give everybody a shout out too, because Juliana was introduced to me through Cyber PR, their awesome Ariel Hyatt and Cyber PR, and you have a beautiful little uh, like EPK that they send out for everybody promoting you. And your music is awesome. Let's talk about it a little bit. So you do singer songwriter, electro pop, adult contemporary soul, bittersweet pop. This is the part I like the best. Like, because they, you know, how like whenever you're a singer, they always have to compare you to somebody to get an idea of what you sound like. So I love the comparison of Christina Aguilera, Sarah Barry Ellis. That's, she's like my favorite. And uh, Katy Perry. So like, I was all excited when I first saw that because I thought, oh, she's so awesome. So tell us a little bit about the musical styles because you play the piano too, right? In the I video. do. 
very limited. I'm not like classically classically trained or anything, but um, I'm self-taught, so I just you know try and play around with a few chords in there because it makes writing a lot easier. Um, but yeah, I guess you know I've grown up with a lot of music. I, I always say that I don't have you know my taste in music isn't eclectic; it's just music. So. I mean, I grew up with a lot of like old school rock, like Led Zeppelin, and my dad is a huge Kiss fan, major Kiss fan. Me too. I even have like the two feet Kiss dolls that are of each member of the Kiss doll. Really? Just as a kid growing up, I thought they were like so awesome. They are. I mean, they just came out here not long ago, so we went to see them, and you know, as a family, and it's kind of a thing we do. Gosh, how cool is that for your family to take you to Kiss? When I was little, I wanted my family to take me to Kiss, and like. My sister said, you know, they're devil worshippers, you can't go and my dad mom and dad were like, We're not going to that. So like I actually I went anyway. I got some other I got some other parents to take me when I was like twelve, but they were awesome. <laughs> they put on they're such so a show. Cool. Yeah, yeah, just everything is just bigger than big. Like it's just a huge show and it just you know, it's really inspirational when you see that kind of stuff, especially being a musician, because it just you know, it's just really cool. And, you know, talking about it as a kid and then finally being able to see them, it's it's awesome. So, but yeah, I've grown up with a lot of music, so I listen to everything. And my cousins were huge Christina Aguilera fans. I am. So too. Do you, ever, do you like that stuff. song? Hurt. I, I I like ballads. Okay, so I have to like admit it to everybody. Yeah. Like I like I like ballads. So like to me, I think Hurt is one of the best ballads of like the last ten years. I think it's so awesome. I think so too. I think she's just got a really beautiful thing about it. Like, and everybody loves a you know a ballad every once in a while. So. I'm huge on Sam Smith at the moment. Love Sam Smith. I That's saw so him a couple of nights ago. He was here. I don't uh, like Sam Smith, but I have to say, like, I, I think Ron doesn't like Sam Smith either. That's the guy who sings like the girl. No, I think he has a wonderful voice, but I'd rather see him in a dress singing than a man. <laughs> because as a man, he just doesn't look right. But if he were in drag, which he should be, he's gay. We're gay. I do drag. Everybody does drag. Yeah. No, wait a minute. If if what's her name? J- J- Bruce Jenner. What's her name? Clinton. Caitlin. 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 Whatever the hell her name is. If she is in drag and could sing like this guy, she'd be a superstar. Yeah. You know, I, I think so he's, he's got a great right voice. But he's foolish to be dressed as a man. I, I'm not a huge he fan. Looks, he just looks like a sissy girl. I'm not a. I'm not a huge fan of Sam Smith. I do recognize everything he's done. I I will have to say though that that song that he did for the James Bond movie. Now that is awesome. Yeah, but I saw. Yeah. The- He's just something great classical about him. Yes. That's what I, love. I swear to God, this is a true story. I'm not lying. We watched the film and I said to Jimmy, who is she? She has a beautiful voice. <laughs> I swear I'm not, I wasn't playing or making fun. He didn't fun. know who it was. I knew who it was. I thought it was a beautiful Because I was like, I love this like song. Like a girl like you. He sounds like a girl like you, a young, pretty girl. <laughs> and I said, who is she? She has a beautiful voice. And he started to laugh. He told me who it was. I said, oh, get that bitch a dress. Come on. <laughs> It's time, honey. Come out. Yeah. I think she. I think you, so. You saw him in concert. I did. Um, it would have not last night. The night before, he played two shows. So he was playing last night too. I, I think that he would probably be great in concert, and I awesome. I like him. You know. So, like, do you listen to a lot more European artists than you listen to American artists? Or since you're here, you like them both? Or because you said I, I like what you said about uh, you like music. Because I always, when people ask me, I always say eclectic, and you said I don't say eclectic, I say music, uh, which yeah. I should say that too. Because I listen to everybody from you know Barry Manilow to Christina Aguilera to to Rat. You know, I like listen to it all, and my iPod has like ten thousand songs, and like. You know, people can't believe like when it goes from one song. I might have a hardcore hip hop song, you know, playing right next to like Barbara Streisand, you know, and that's just what yeah. I like. I like it to be a mixture. Well, that- it's so funny because I'll tell people like they ask me, you know, who's your favorite, you know, artist or whatever, and I'm a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. 
Um, and they just look at me like, what? And they try and test me. They'll be like, oh, okay, who's, who's the bass player? Like, you know, which album do you like? And I can answer every question because they just like just find it really odd pairing me it's, against. I, I grew that- up in South Florida and Flea's dad is a judge. It's a, really? like a circuit court judge or whatever like there. And so they used to be down there all the time. And when I was younger, we would see them at the clubs and stuff like all the time, right before they got really, really famous. Oh, um, my like, God. And it was like really cool. And they're really – I've met all of them. They're really cool guys too. They're not like all weird and stuck up. Yeah, they Aren't would be. Cousins? They just seem very human. You have famous cousins. The yeah, elef- have, you ever heard, have you ever heard of Cage the Elephant? Yes. Cage the Elephant. That's my co- those are my cousins. Yeah, which I should get That's them on so the show, being that they're my cousins. <laughs> but they're, they're pretty big. I mean, they've played on all the major, like Jay Leno and uh, and yeah. uh, all the major TV shows. And they got nominated for a Grammy this past year at the Grammys. They got nominated, but oh, they didn't that's win. so awesome. That's really uh, cool. That I mean, I, you said I that, that you just love music, and then he mentioned Barbara. Uh, I saw an interview with Barbara Streisand, and the interviewer said to her, Miss Streisand, what is your favorite music? And she looked at him, and she said, music. <laughs> Really? I didn't know that. She said it just like that. She said, music. I mean, she's music, as you are. I mean, when you're a music person, it's music. That's what you're all about. So to say, what do you like best about it? That's like stupid. Mm -hmm. But I did make a mistake. I said to you, do you do pop? In my day, pop meant popular music of the day. Mm -hmm. Today, of course, pop means something else. And I realized that after I said it to you, what I'm... What I wanted to ask you is, do you do the standards, the old 50s and 60s standards? No, she doesn't. I she don't. You don't? I, okay, so now I, now really I understand. Pop, I guess. Yeah, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't know when Sunny gets blue. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So you have, a, you have a debut single. I don't know. Now, is, is there only a single out and not an album? Or is there an album That's, out also? Yeah, as well. Um, yeah. But this, the single has the music video and, and all of that. So first of all, the, the, what is the name of your new out debut EP? It's called Mere Mortal. Mere Mortal. Um, I like that. That's thanks. a good. Yeah, I, like I thought when I because the title track on there is called Mere Mortal. I have a track on there called Mere Mortal. Um, but I didn't want to like I don't know. I just kind of let the song take. It's actually really funny how I wrote that song. I was at the dinner table and they it was just a news reporter just talking about you know bad things that happen in the world. And um, and she said the phrase "mere mortals," and my dad looked at me and he was like, "That'd be a good song title." And I was like, "You're weird, whatever." <laughs> and then I started playing, and I started playing, and the the melody just came to my head, and it just fit really perfectly, and the song just kind of wrote itself. So then I just started, you know, writing around that concept and and you know piecing things together that collectively sounded really nice. So I, yeah, I have to say something about that because Ron and I are married. Uh, we're like oh. legally married and we're a couple and, and, and you know like and sometimes he says things like that too and I look at him like you're crazy and then like two days later I'm doing exactly what he said just yeah. like he did I know. <laughs> well, it's like comments about it too. So he's like bad. you won't do it now but in two days you're going to be doing it and say it's your idea <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the business double the years that he is and I've seen it all now I want to ask you a crazy question that I ask many sure. people in fact, at dinner last night, I asked our waiter if he knew who Barbara Streisand was. And he said, no, but I know she has something to do with music, right? right, right? Yes. Do you know who Johnny Mathis is? I don't. Oh, my God. Uh, you remember, she's from Australia. I don't care where she's from. I can't believe Johnny Mathis is the greatest voice ever to have come into the country of America. 
better okay. than Sinatra, better than anyone. His really? voice is still going. He has sold more records than any other performer. Jimmy, no. how many? No, he sold. He's third. He's the third most records in the history of music with over 350 million albums sold. The only person that's ahead of him is Frank Sinatra. And Frank Sinatra and Elvis are the only two people who've sold more records than Johnny <laughs> Mathis. I, I looked all this stuff up because I was all excited. And to give you like perspective, Michael Jackson sold 250 million, so he sold 100 million oh, records more than Michael Jackson. And he's got a phenomenal <laughs> voice. He's 80 years old. He's still going on concert. He's still performing. So the reason or the meaning, the moral to the meaning of why I ask you this is to tell our listeners, if you are good... You will be around forever. So some of these performers that say, oh, well, you know, the music changed, the time changed, baloney, baloney. Mm -hmm. If you are like Gaga, I think is going to be, and I'm not nuts about Gaga. I only sort of like her now. But I think Gaga is going to be around a long time, a lot longer than Madonna did. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think music today is going someplace. It's starting to come back to the, what it used to be. Actually, though, Madonna's been around like 40 years or something. Yeah, but Madonna never – she was big in my day. I mean, I know Madonna was from my time. But she was never really um, – she was a flash in the pan. Every time she came out and re reinvented herself, it was over in a minute. Johnny Mathis has stayed the same for the last 70 or 60 years. I think Madonna's one of those people, though, who sold like 150 million records yeah, or something. But, but <laughs> also, you have to remember, in Johnny's day, they didn't have buying an album like today. Right. Where you could go You had to on, actually buy an actual record. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Johnny Mathis were around today, that number would be tripled or, or more. Yeah. In my day, you had to go to the store, record store, and buy the album for three ninety nine, two dollars and ninety nine cents, and that's how you got it. And if it was sold out, you had to wait for the shipment to come again. So it was hard on those singers. You should check out Don. First of all, he's extremely well known for Christmas songs too, and now it's Christmas, so everybody's like playing him all over. But but let's take this whole thing back wait, to you. Me. And he has played Australia so many times. Well, when he comes out next, I'll have to go and see him, and I'll tell you oh. all about. It. Yes, you'll love him. He's I think wonderful. you'll love him. He's got a great voice. So, and he's so, a wonderful man. I love him. So, I know him. So let's talk about Waterfalls. Waterfalls is the new single, or the first single, I guess. And it's got a video. Yes. We're going to play the video that everybody can watch it. Um, but before we do, tell us a little bit about the song, and then we're going to play the song for everybody to hear it so they get to hear how beautiful your voice is to go with the beautiful face. Thank you. Um, well, I wrote it. I was about 14 when I wrote it. Um, <laughs> so 15? No, I'm not. I'm turning 19 in a few weeks. Oh my God, you're a baby, a beautiful baby. Too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, so, but I guess at the time that I wrote it, I was, you know, I was 14, so I was, was kind of searching for my own waterfalls and rainbows, if you will. Um, but the point of the song is just about finding something that's sort of out of your reach, like trying to, you know, it's about a journey sort of thing, and it's mirroring what I'm going through now, like with music just the whole journey to music and just obviously times have changed and just so sorry. the fact that you're so young and you're already like you know tr going back from continent to continent you know like to do music and stuff is like amazing at your age you know if you were 30 Thank i'd you. say okay that's cool but at at 19 <laughs> I mean, or 18 or 19 leaving your family and going you know halfway across the world yeah um, well i mean do this yeah well i think if if it's something that you really want, you'll work really hard for it no matter what, even if that does mean being away from your family for a while. You, you know, you have to sacrifice some things. But they're, they're super supportive about it too. I'm very, very lucky to have them. Um, and I think the first time I came to LA, I was 15. I got accepted into a program called Hollywood Immersive. 
Um, and I got to meet like huge hit songwriters. I got to meet Desmond Child. I love Desmond um, Child. Did you know that yeah. he's a singer? Besides, yes. he writes everybody's hits. He has an yeah. album that he did, and in it has a song called "The Story of My Life," and it's a ballad. And it is one of the best ballads I've ever heard in my life. I swear to God. And I don't know why he didn't pursue it as a singer, because like the cover of the album, he's got long blonde hair and he's looking up in the sky. And have you heard the album? It's awesome. So I've heard the song that I've heard on it. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's called "Love on Love on a Rooftop" or something. Yeah, like "Love that. on a Rooftop." Yep. Yeah. Um, and my dad and I listened to it all the time. It, like, it's just, it was so, it was a very surreal feeling meeting him. Like, he's I was just kind of looking, and he's he was just. He's written like, like, like a hundred number one hits. I mean, like, he is so huge. Yeah. It's not even funny. Actually, well, we should like, write like, him down and try and get him on the show. And stuff and, and, you know, being that my dad is a huge Kiss fan and growing up with, you know, all these Kiss songs and blah, blah, blah. Meeting him, I was like, you wrote that song that I was singing in the car at like eight years old. <laughs> And it was just very surreal. It was so weird, but it was awesome meeting him. It, it was a little bit like it didn't feel real the whole time. You know, he was just talking about it. He's like, oh, you know, I actually had lunch with Paul last week and we are just talking about it, blah, blah, blah. And I think from that conversation with him, I remember he said to us, because um, he was talking to us as a group, and he said to us that dreams are the blueprint of your future. So... You know, no matter what, like that, if that's said, and so if you have a, a clear vision of where you want to go, then it, it shouldn't mean that you can't do it, basically. And from that moment, it was like penny dropped. I was like, yeah. This, you this talk is- about your dad the way my daughters talk about me and my daughter, Deirdre Serego, who sometimes co hosts on this show, is an actress. And we mm-hmm. quarrel a lot over performing, you know, of the business. She has her ideas and I have mine. And we quarrel. And then she'll turn around and she'll say, just like, well, my dad said, my dad this, my dad that. And I think that's so adorable. And I think your dad has got to be the super, super guy of the world because you love him so. Most children don't even talk to their parents. And if they do, they call them, hey, bitch, can you get me another cup of coffee? Yeah. Oh, if I spoke to my parents like that, I, I really don't want to know what would happen. I come from an Italian <laughs> background. Well, so it wouldn't be, darling, don't say that. It would be a little bit more harsh than that. So, right. well, but, my, my children, they have said that to me. They would have a very sad man crying, hurt, wounded, and that would kill them. That I, would. Kill I think them. it's cool, though, that you're doing it at a young age and you started doing what you wanted to do. You know, I'm 51 and I didn't start doing what I wanted to do till I was about 45. And so, so like, I wish I would have started at your age because then I would be Ellen right now. <laughs> I, started, I started at 19. And I've had a full career of television and mostly stage. I worked the stage for 40 years and uh, film. I'm still doing film. In fact, I have a movie coming up that I'm in in a couple of weeks. So my story to you, my saying to you is you must become it mm-hmm. in order to have it. Yeah. If you don't become what you see, you will never be what you mm-hmm. see. You have yeah. to become it first. Just don't say, oh, like some people, oh, I want to be a movie star. <laughs> I want to smack them. You know, you mm-hmm. just don't want to be a movie star. When you stand firm and say, I am an actor and I yeah. will be a great actor forever. Yeah, you have to own it. That's the people you have I have to respect. own it. There you go. Own yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. I think you're going to own what you've got and you're going to go places. So here's what I want to do because I think it's great. I think people are going to love this song. Um, Chad, do you have the video for Waterfalls? I Captain. All right, so here's what we're going to do. You introduce who you are. You can say it however you can say, hi, this is Juliana on the Jimmy Star Show. Here's my you know, debut single or whatever, Waterfalls, whatever you want to do. And he's going to play it. You hang on, and when it's over, we're going to come back and talk some more. Okay, cool. 
All right, go for it. Hi, guys. This is Juliana, um, and you are listening and watching my debut single, Waterfalls. Enjoy.
waterfalls and rainbows. So everybody, that was that was Waterfalls by Juliana. It's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful video. Thank you. I love the video. You look beautiful, and the, the song is real. Everybody in the chat room thinks that you're a massive talent, and that they loved it. What did you think, Ron? It's it's a young girl and boys music. It's called what? Pop lollipop. They call it. Right? No pop. Is it called lollipop? No. Music? What's lollipop? lollipop? What? You're thinking of bubble gum, but bubble, bubble gum, gum. but it's not bubble gum. I think this is going to appeal tremendously to 16, 17, 18, 19 year olds. I think you wrote and sang something that's exactly where you are. I loved it. I found it delightful, cheery, up, pretty. Lyrics were good. Video is beautiful. You're lovely. Um, nice. I have nothing bad to say about it. I think if you put it in the right hands and it goes to the right places, it may do something. Thank you very much. It's a very fun song. It's very sweet. And your voice is so girly and so happy and so, pardon the expression, gay, uh, meaning in the <laughs> proper term. It's a very gay-sounding song and very, very pretty. I liked it. It's actually funny that you say that. I got um, There's a radio station down here called Joy FM, and they're so lovely down there. And two of my songs, one... One of the songs on the EP, Speechless, got um, added to their their daytime playlist, and they're actually a gay lesbian radio station. There you go. And, um, yeah, and when I walked in, it was just the most like because I had an interview there as well, and it was just the most beautiful thing. Like, and they were everyone was really responsive to it, and I think it was the best place to have like you know. Well, we fairies like fairy tale music, <laughs> but, but no, seriously. Now, if my daughters were young. I would love for them to get this kind of music because it's young music and it's nice for, like, you know, how with 14 year old girls. I know, like, but everybody in the chat room is about f between 40 and 60 and they're all saying they would get it too. So, <laughs> well, it's a pretty big too. I don't know, but I'm thinking about it. I just got it as such a lovely, I, I could see my daughters when they were young all jumping around the, the, the pool, the swimming pool and the waterworks and singing that. Like, to me, it was just very delightful. Thank you. I wouldn't I'll want to. I wouldn't want to be in a nightclub drinking and listening to it. So, <laughs> well, do you, do you, is that really you riding the horse? No, that's not. Oh, okay. I wish it was, but I'm not, I'm not that good. Like, okay. uh, we, we actually filmed it. It, it looked like it could have been you, though. Yeah, well, that, that was the idea. That was the idea. But, um, it worked. That was the idea, James. <laughs> Woo! So funny. It worked. All of my friends and family, they were like, Jules, is that you riding the horse? And I'm like, no, 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 that's not me. And they're like, okay, we didn't think so. I love how your accent keeps switching from American back to Australian. It's really cute. Uh, <laughs> you say so many things as Americans do, and then, of course, you have the Aussie accent. You're very sweet. You're very pretty. I wish you all the luck in the world. You've got, you've got a wonderful uh, sense of direction, and that's important. Let me ask you a question. Okay, first of all, let's tell everybody. Okay, so where do, we, where do people get this? Is it digitally available worldwide? It is. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. Um, if you go to julianaofficialmusic.com, you should be able to find it. Um, or my Facebook page, facebook.com slash julianaofficialmusic. You'll find all the prompts there and, and you'll be able to find it really easily. And you guys so. can follow her on Twitter. She needs to build her Twitter following, so let's follow her on Twitter. And it's at I Juliana's do. World, right? Yeah, at Juliana's World. with an un No, yeah, just at Juliana's World. My yes, Instagram. So you guys need to follow her on that and uh, tell everybody what's your website again? JulianaOfficialMusic.com. There you go. Also, then, so like, let's just talk because I was wondering, do you know who Jess Glynn is? Have you ever heard of Jess Glynn? I do. I love Jess Glynn. Her voice is so cool. 
She's like, believe it or not, like I'm like I'm so cheesy. I really am. We've had Guy Sebastian on our show before. And, oh, he's so lovely. I love Guy. And uh, he's really cool. He's a big Australian like person. So I sit at late at night and I watch X Factor and the voice auditions in the UK in Australia. Yeah. All the time, really? like to see who's playing, and that's how I actually found out about Jess Glenn because I didn't know who she was. And some girl sang one of her songs, you know, as a part of her audition. And I was like, "Oh my god, what a great song!" You know. And now I'm like a huge Jess Glenn, and also Emily Sandy. I love Emily Sandy. I which... love Emily Sandy. She, um, what's that? What's the our, our version of events came out a few years yes. ago, and it was really funny because I had some. There was a lot of people that said to me. Because sometimes when I when I sing, apparently I sound like her. I have no idea where people got that from. But my friends were like, Jules, you're playing on the radio. And I'm like, no, I'm not. What are you talking about? And this was like a few years ago. And then they realized that it was actually Emily Sandy. And I, and I was just kind of like, oh, it's a bit weird. But, yes, yeah, I love her voice. I just, I just love her style of writing too. That song Clown is like my favorite, like – like one of my favorite like songs. I love it so much. And again, I found out about her. I found out about her through watching, you know, uh, X Factor because she's not that big in this in America, really. I mean, she, I guess she's probably kind of big for people who know, but it's not like she's not like Katy Perry big, you know. Yeah, because the the collaborations that she's done with um, who was it? She did a collaboration with somebody, and, and yeah. that made it. That made it. So she's more UK kind of I, thing. I love I love UK music so much, like. I don't know, I guess that's not a good thing to say, but more than I like American music, I like a lot of UK artists better. Yeah, and, like Adele and everything doesn't. And well, everything doesn't sound exactly the same, you know, mm -hmm. from those artists. I guess they kind of like all sound the same because they're from there, but compared to what we hear on the radio here, you yeah. know, pounding into our heads every day, uh, yeah. it's significantly better. There's something very organic about it. Like, I mean, you've got the really, really pop music like your One Direction and all of that, but I think when you, when you look at the, like, the crux of the music industry, like that's the, it's the the pulse of the music industry. Everybody goes through there, right. um, like you know Adele, obviously, and Ed Sheeran, and they're just uh, like what I love about the music industry at the moment is it's becoming about the songwriters again. Yeah, because for a while it was kind of like just manufactured pop music. Everyone was like, "Yep, just throw that out. That'll be you know on the top forty, blah blah blah." Which, what there wasn't any, like there wasn't as much depth to it, not as much substance. Yeah, but I think now it's like, you know, thanks to Adele and. Yeah, You're releasing at the T time to do it. Yeah, I agree. I think that's terrific. So, all right. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna let you go, but I want to like get all the, some thank yous, and we want to thank uh, Ariel Hyatt and all the people at Cyber PR for introducing us to Juliana, and we want you guys to follow her at Juliana's World on Twitter and buy her album, which is called her debut EP was called what is it? Me Immortal. Mere Mortal, I couldn't remember that. I remember the mortal part. I couldn't remember the first word. So get her debut EP, Mere Mortal. Uh, you can watch her video, Waterfalls. It's on YouTube. It's all over the place. Um, go to her website, which is? JulianaOfficialMusic.com. There you go. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Thank they you. celebrate you Christmas. It's in Australia, right? Of course they do. Yeah, I don't course. know. It's just okay. summer here. Okay. <laughs> no, it's a little bit different. There's no, there's no snow, but, right. you know. That's okay. That's you're halfway across the world. But we want to thank you so much for coming on the show. We wish thank you, you all the luck with everything. Thank you so much and have a Merry Christmas and say hi to Dad. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Thank Thanks. You. Stay well, bye. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye, honey. She is the sweetest Isn't girl. She cute? Very sweet. That's, that's a child her father's proud of. I have two of, the, of her, Leslie and Deirdre. They're just as sweet. What do you think, Chad? Old women, but when they were young, they were sweet. Very cool. I think she uh, very, very photo sweet. photogenic too, so she might have a, a career mm -hmm. in the movie business too. And yeah. she has a nice voice. 
you know, it's young. It's a, it's a very young sounding voice. It was nice. Very I like nice. I liked it a lot. I like it. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do, you guys. We're gonna do a real quick commercial, you guys. I didn't get my airbiotics in the mail, so we haven't tried it yet. But and could I use it now? Could I use I know, it now? Now that you've got it, I gotta follow up with oh. it. I just forgot because we've got so much stuff going on. But you guys, instead of having to like go to a link in my page and all these different things, all you gotta do to go is go to www.airbioticsusa.com. A i r b i o t i c s u s a dot com. And then anything that you want to purchase, if you put PMG16 as your purchase code, PMG16, you get $10 off your order, which is a really cool. And, and Airbiotics is the brand new thing to take care of all your uh, – to help people with allergies and, and – and, Colds, uh, flus. Get rid of pet odors. It does everything to get rid of all the dangerous allergens so you can live a like clean, healthy life. So check it all out. And uh, go to airbioticsusa.com. I don't know why I'm getting like video messages As on I Skype from people. As I said before, I wish it, was in the, wish it was here now. I certainly could use it in our bedroom. This way you won't get my flu or my cold or whatever the hell it is I have. That's right. They didn't know what it was at the hospital. They said, you have something. I said, what does that mean? They said, well, it could be a flu. It could be just a cold. It could just be a, a upper respiratory infection. I thought, gee, this is a great hospital. I love these doctors. Can I come here again and have brain surgery? You know what? Too? Oh, I'll bring that up afterwards. We're gonna we're gonna do a Christmas break, you guys. Um, um, Chad. Hi, Captain. You got grown up Christmas list? I do. All right, everybody. So this is my favorite Christmas song. Almost everybody on the planet does it, but I picked out the Kelly Clarkson version. I like the Amy Grant version the best, but I couldn't find a video that, that, that would let us play it. So uh, so this is Kelly Clarkson, American Idol winner from season one. The name of the song is Grown Up Christmas List. It's my absolute favorite Christmas song ever, and uh, I hope you guys like it, and Merry Christmas. Lovely wrapped beneath a tree 
Up Christmas list, and everybody sings it, but the Amy Grant version and the Kelly Clarkson version are my two favorites, and I love it. And if you listen to the message in the song, it's beautiful. Chad, do you like that Christmas song or no? I do. I like Kelly Clarkson, and I do like that song. What's Ron's grown-up Christmas list? They want to know. <laughs> don't <laughs> ask. What's Ron's grown-up Christmas list? Ron's sitting here telling me I don't get how this is a Christmas song. <laughs> First of all, put me to sleep. I know what the hell she was talking about. She's talking about negative crap political shit that's not christmas christmas is outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you that's Ooh. what you like come on it's lovely weather for sleigh ride together with you giddy up giddy up giddy up let's go out in the snow i mean that's oh, that sounded fun. good though you sound good there Yeah, because my voice is maybe cut an album coming in but you know it's it's that was a joyful again forgive the expression gay song it's it's up it's wonderful it's a most By the way, too, Chinzia is in the chat room now. Hi, Chinzia. What's up? Chinzia's in the chat I, room. Well, I know. Just give me a second. It's not like she's G- the Pope. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't jump for the Pope either. <laughs> Hi, Chinzia. How are you, honey? Glad you could make it. I guess you had things to do. So the it's, show. They it, think you have a great voice. Thank you. I'm very sick right now, Chinzia. I need some of Norny's chicken soup. That used to make everybody in the family feel good. 
Noni was my grandmother, who's Chinsia's aunt. And um, my grandmother was the best cook in the world, Italian cook. I mean, she can make a chicken soup you want to kill yourself over with rice. She made it with rice. I love it with rice. Well, here's what we're going to do real quick next. Okay, so here's what. So first of all, uh, for all you people, you know how Chad, I mean, you know how, uh, Chad, you know how, like, Ron's always complaining about Skype? He complains about any modern-day technology. That's right. That's true. Well, not all of it. No, I love I'm sorry, most of it. Okay, so listen to this, though, because, like, I didn't even know, like, right? So, like, I've been watching these things where celebrities do surprises and, and meet their fans, and, mm-hmm. and which always takes you to the Ellen Show, almost always. <laughs> really? And you know that the Ellen Show, they probably get paid by Skype, because the Ellen Show Skypes with someone every single week, every day on the Ellen Show, they Skype something with somebody. It works. And uh, which I thought was really cool because Ron's always saying like this crappy technology, yet the biggest show in the world. Yeah. Is using meanwhile, it. Ellen does not transmit from a a a a what is this? I mean, a, I'm sure she yeah. has fellows that goes out to these. She's the site. got the most fabulous equipment. Her 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 current is strong, so she gets a great signal. I mean, the studios have antennas on the roof. They I know, look but like we're they still could, doing wait, it though, the contact. same way. Ours, the people don't talk, they don't see, the yeah. music doesn't come. <laughs> we have so many shows that we can't put up on YouTube because we don't have the people. They're not there. About? They've been running I'm, smooth about the last month or so. Yeah, we've been doing good the last month. We got right, it going yeah. now, baby. <laughs> Woo! When the President Obama Skypes in the White House, he's got a 90,000-foot screen, and he's got all kinds of good paid stuff. Paid by you. But, you know, yeah, pre- paid for by you. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> that was funny. Jimmy, my ears, my friggin' ears. I'll be at the ear doctor. Easy, oh, Jimmy, my. easy. Oh, he's going to burst my ears. That was that, funny, that Chad. Oh, I can't anymore. That was hilarious. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to play one more song before, because our next guest, I think, is going to call a few minutes early, and we want to be ready for it. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is, play my is music make a with. tribute to, to Ron. Yeah. And uh, we're going to do Johnny Mathis for Ron. Chad, yes. you got It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Johnny Mathis. Of course. Here it is, everybody. Johnny now, this, this Mathis. Is this is music. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle bearing and everyone telling you be of the cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the happy season of all With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings When friends come to call the ha- happiest season oh, There'll be parties for hosting Marshmallows for toasting and caroling Out in the snow There'll be scary ghost stories And tales of the glories of Christmases Long, long ago It's the most wonderful time of the year There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time of the For toasting and caroling out in the snow There'll be scary ghost stories and tales Of the glories of Christmases long, long ago Long ago 
It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoe and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. It's the most wonderful time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yay, everybody. That's Johnny Mathis. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And that's not even his best Christmas song. His best Christmas song for me is, uh, uh, Jink, what is it, uh, Open Sleigh, Riding in an Open Sleigh. That one's good. But you see how Christmas was years ago. Everybody was happy and everybody was so into it and so merry, merry. Uh, today, so regrettably, we have so much negative, black horror, darkness, grayness. Oh, please, God, if there is a God, help us out. Get rid of all these crap no, characters. You, you always had that. Like back, I mean, there was wars. There's always like something yeah, going on. During the Second World War, I don't remember much of it because I was a child. But I do remember that we went to house parties. Everybody had a Christmas tree and everybody ate. And cookies and all kinds of candies. And the kids would all play with the, the kids' house you were at. toys. And people were friendly. We knew the neighborhood. I mean, we'd walk outside and all the neighbors would be out. You didn't have to out. lock the door. No, the neighbors would be out with their Christmas trees and it was, hey, how are you? Merry Christmas. You're going to come over later. It was joyful. Nobody was alone. My grandmother, who I speak of often, was like 87, 88, 89 at the time. And she was never alone. Like some older people today that are shut up in their apartment with no one to see them. They don't have a Christmas tree. And they sit there and they cry because they remember when they were young and they were part of the world. And now the world has turned their back on that person because they've aged. In my day, grandmothers and grandfathers and family members stayed. They lived in your house. Or if they didn't live in your house, they lived down the road. Uh, so it was a much better time. Nobody was ever alone at Christmas. Just a few moments of my Christmas. <laughs> but it was a wonderful I time. I think, it, yeah, it depends. Because I think nowadays most people, you know, don't, you know, I think a lot of people don't do that. I think probably a lot of certain cultures like, you no, know, no, that, the, we're not, the only parties that I've gotten invited to in my late years here were mostly parties that were gay guys' parties. They have beautiful homes. They serve fabulous stuff. Everybody sings at the piano, and it's very nice. But no families are invited. It's just a bunch of gay guys. Uh, or I go to theatrical parties where, like, say, Carol Channing or somebody throws a party, and that's the same thing. Everybody's drinking and eating and chatting, but there's no families there. It's business. Uh, when you step out of my world and you enter the world of reality, which is the, the real world, who lives in California? Who lives in Chicago? Who lives in Florida? Gee, Mom, I can't make it this year. Honey, please try. Grandma, I can't come. You know what I mean? So the families are not together. They don't even depend on their friends because some friends go with their family. So it's really a difficult time to even throw a party if you are just a regular person living on, you know, Jones Street, USA. Chad. Hi, Captain. Like when you do Christmas, because you have a family and Heather has a family, do you guys like try to go to both families or does everybody get together or you go to one one day and one the other or you blow one off or how does it work? No, we don't blow anybody off. Um, <laughs> we, us <laughs> we usually go to the one Heather's side because that 
that side has some young children and we got bedtime and all that stuff. So we visit her side first and then we go over to my side. Um, I don't have my mom and dad anymore, but, uh, we have my sister here in town with her husband and children. So we go to them afterwards. And the next day on Christmas day, we usually bring everybody together at the farm or something like that. That's awesome. Well, that's what we did. Um, Christmas Eve, everybody went their own way to their parties and right. stuff. But Christmas Day, it was my mother and father's house, and we were many. I'm telling you, friends and everybody packed in there. I mean, they were cooking in that kitchen. You'd think it was, it was McDonald's. I mean, the smells, the fumes of lasagna and all the wonderful dishes McDonald's. that we make at Christmas time and the baking. And the men were drinking and playing cards at the table, and the women were in the kitchen. That's gossiping. an Italian thing, by the way, Chad. Well, it's Italian-American. I'm That's smack fun. you. We're Italian-Americans. We're not Italian. I know, but like, uh, okay, Italian-Americans, but uh, no, I meant with the lasagna because he made a comment about, like, we don't, like, uh, us wasps, we don't eat lasagna on No, you listen, Christmas. I eat that crappy turkey at Thanksgiving because I have to. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's the most boring meal. Turkey, sweet potatoes, and candied yams. Give me a break. Now, when you have Christmas and you have to see, Chinzia, help me. You have to see what we serve. My God. You they would, do lasagna and ham. What, what we and, do, and, and, a, and a roast, uh, all Italian style, and not to mention the wonderful pastas and the rices and the desserts and the and the uh, spindly with the honey and the, oh, my God, please. Let's eat. We eat like animals. It's wonderful. And then at three or four o'clock in the morning, we you know who falls asleep. We left them fall asleep there, and the kids are still playing with the trains and the toys, and the women are still gossiping. And then all the women get off their lazy asses. Not like today, they're not lazy asses, and they clean up. So my mother never had, and my grandmother never had to really clean the whole house themselves. All of the guests came. The women got off. They cleared the table. They put everything in the dishwasher. Oh, wait, we didn't have a dishwasher before dishwashers. <laughs> they would wash the dishes so that my mother didn't have the, the burden. Right. Uh, today, I go to many dinner parties, and I see the, the hostess gets up, and she's in the kitchen while everybody's having fun. And I think to myself, why aren't these younger women getting off their lazy asses and helping the hostess? All right, so hang on a second. So, Lori. Hi. Hi. Do, can you hit the video button? Did I not hit it? No, I don't think you did, because I didn't get a little request to like do it. There we go. Okay. Now we're gonna pretend like we're gonna pretend like you haven't come on yet, and well, we're gonna do an introduction. <laughs> so when we, so when we edit it, it looks like we didn't. So screw it looks up. good. <laughs> so what's up, everybody? Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, makeup extraordinaire Lori Depp. Hello, and welcome Ooh. to the show. Hi. Thanks. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody. We've got our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, excited to talk to you. I'm excited. I got a lot. I, I did make up at Universal under Nick Marshallano in the 70s. Wow, that must have been something else. Well, I was on the picture, it was called Sarah with Brenda Vaccaro. Oh, okay. And she was a riot. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Brenda was wild. We've also got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Lori, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good How are you? you? I'm good, thanks. And we have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. There you go. That works perfect. So where are you calling us from? My bedroom. Perfect. <laughs> like, where do you, are you in California? Uh, yeah, I'm in uh, Studio City. There you go, because Ron used to live in California, and we're, we're hope hopefully planning on moving back soon. We are uh, moving back soon. <laughs> this, is, this weather is not for me. I have a, are you? Are we're you in Pennsylvania. But, we're in Pennsylvania, but, and it's like 30 degrees. <laughs> yeah, it's like 80 here. Right. That's what I remember. But I want to go to Palm Springs, where I was for years. 
Palm Springs, it's it's hotter than that. It's wonderful. Even hotter, yeah. Love but it. nice. What? 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 Say it one more time. Nice. Palm Springs. There you go. Right. It's beautiful. So, so before we get started, I want to get like all the like regular stuff since your last name is Depp out of the way so we can talk okay. about all your like makeup lines and all that other stuff. But okay. you are somehow related to, I, I, I'm assuming you were an ex-wife of Johnny Depp. Is that correct? I was an ex-wife of Johnny Depp. Correct. Okay. Um, and so you're from South Florida from back that time. Cause I, we're, I, we're, I'm actually, I'm originally from Florida. I've lived in Pennsylvania for three years, but I lived in Florida for 48 years. Wow. I don't know how you could stand it there that long. I oh, lived. Uh, thank you, my dear. I, I grew up. I grew thank up in you. West. I grew up in. I was born in Miami. I grew up in West Palm Beach. I went to high school in Jacksonville, college in Gainesville, and then when I graduated, I lived in Hollywood, and then I lived in Fort Lauderdale, then I lived in Pompano, then I lived in Boca. Wow. I wouldn't be so proud. Uh, it's not that bad. No. Uh, so, no, because we have like a six degree of separation. Because I was a, a clothing designer, I had a really cool store, and. Um, and I don't know if you know this person, but do you know who Joey Malone is? Of course. He's practically next door to me, and his sister is one of my best friends. Okay, well, that's how I got introduced into the whole thing because I used to, he used to come shopping every week at my clothing store and buy stuff all the time. What store was it? Um, it was called Jimmy Star. And, oh, okay. Um, it would have been in the uh, – it would have been more like when um, – John, Johnny was already like a superstar because uh, Joey shopped with me for many years, and then like about eight years ago or nine years ago, they did a tribute concert right in Pompano, and that's when I got yeah. to meet everybody. And so it was really fun, and and South Florida was great. And I read in your bio, you know, that you did all kinds of stuff. Like you started out, you were big in the music business, and you wanted to be a music producer. And then maybe something happened where you you were shooting a clay pigeon or something, and you wrecked your <laughs> hearing. I, I don't know if I got the whole story right, and so that that got you into makeup. I was, um, my, uh, my greatest aspiration was to become a record producer, and that didn't happen, although I did have a lot of chances to meet people and learn about recording, um, but there was a day that I went target shooting, and I wasn't wearing the proper ear protection, I was wearing just the plugs, and uh -huh. I should have been wearing headphones like you're wearing, and I wasn't, and it, um, it blew out like 80% of the hearing in my left ear, so that kind of was a farewell to the you know music business. I think, and then I started doing makeup because I didn't know how to do anything else. <laughs> I know I think it's cool because your bio has such a cute story, which I'll go into that into a second. But I want to like because some of the you have a lot of really cool notable things that you've like been experienced in your life. It said that you lived at the Chelsea Hotel in New York during the Sid and Nancy days. Oh, the Chelsea Hotel! My God, that's where uh, what's his name lived. Um, oh, my God, the English guy, Quentin Crisp, wasn't it? Was oh, Quentin yes, there? he did. He did. Yes, I don't, yeah, I don't recall ever seeing him there, but. I yeah. loved him. I loved Quentin. He was quite a character. And yeah. that, and that, you, when you were very young, you like had dolls. You weren't real wealthy, but you would like <laughs> cut their hair off and do makeup with magic markers and stuff on them. Yeah, my mom uh, kind of like get going. And then you were like 14 or something in South Beach or in Miami someplace and like you had your first makeup thing done and then you were kind of like hooked on like you really enjoyed the whole makeup thing. And um, can you tell us uh, a little bit like how did you meet Johnny Depp then? Were you like a going to like – because he was in a band. Everybody, A lot of people don't know he was in a band, I don't think. Yeah, I don't really – I we met at a club called The Treehouse. Yeah. It was a, you know, a favorite of – the people in the area and he was actually in a band called the bad boys at the time and then um later on 
we got him into the kids and he started playing with the kids and his and then it's history i mean everything else is like right in front of everyone right. there's his career <laughs> <laughs> which is just fun no i think it's fun because it says in your bio your fa- three favorite things are music movies and makeup and so you did the music thing and yeah. you know you're doing the movies things now with the makeup and you love movies so like i think it's really cool that you've like tied it all together and you can still be happy and successful at what you want to do and and the people that you get to work with i went through your makeup list of some of the people that you've worked with yeah and we're gonna like i'm gonna b- brag a little bit but also several of the people are f- either friends of mine or been on the show um uh, Billy Worth, he's from the Lost Boys, and like yes. I, really, I was really good friends with the whole cast of the Lost Boys, uh, and and I've dressed him a whole bunch of times because I used to have the clothing store, right. and I used to travel around. So Billy Worth, Dave Navarro, I've dressed a couple of times. The Pussycat wow. Dolls have been on the show. Um, William Forsyth has been on the show. Yeah, I didn't work with those Pussycat Dolls. I worked with the original Burlesque Troupe. Oh, that's even better because they're like they had real talent before everything got bubblegummed yes. and popped out. <laughs> they um, did. Lynn Shay has been on the show. She was fun. And um, who else? And, and I'm really impressed that you got to do something with Donal Log. I don't know how oh. you pronounce his name, but, like, he's part of Gotham, you know, and, like, that's the coolest show ever. <laughs> I don't keep up with a lot of these people's careers, so I know that so many of them are still working like crazy, but I, I have, like, my little um, batch of TV shows that I watch, and I'm kind, of, I'm kind of like a creature of habit. I watch the same things over and over, like Speed. Oh. And Jaws. What about like series TV shows? Do you watch any series TV shows? Like Gotham is Gotham and Arrow are my two favorites, and so I have not seen either one of those shows. But the story I gotta tell you, the funny story about Donal is that we worked on a a play together and it was called Bebop Alula, and he was one of the stars of the of the broad it wasn't sorry, not Broadway, but a play. And I co produced that with Adam Ant. And Donal's hair was like down to here. And we had to cut it all off for the show because it had to look like a pompadour, you know. And so I, I felt really bad. I had to cut it all off. I think that's like awesome. So like, I also write down you have Sir Ian McKellen, Tommy Lee, Jessica Alba. Jason Robards is a big one for me because when I was a kid, something something wicked this way comes was my favorite movie growing yeah. up. You know, and he was such a like awesome with that. I, uh, Mariel Hemingway. Ron, Ron used to have a TV show in LA and it was called Set the Record Straight where he interviewed all the legends of Hollywood. And so like um, kind of like on the Jimmy Starr show, he's kind of like classic Hollywood and I'm kind of like you – know, you, 30 to 50 year old Hollywood okay. and then he's like 50 year old to like I'm uh, the old bag Hollywood old bag Hollywood I'm, yeah, with, he's you, old. I'm with you <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with with Hollywood was Hollywood I'm with New York was New York so. yeah, exactly and so is he yeah he had like Jane Russell was one of his best well, friends I was going to get to that okay. because when everybody says to her Mrs. Depp were you Johnny Depp's wife Jane and I were best friends and Jane and I went all over together and people knew who she was, and then they'd say to me, are you her husband? Because his last name is Russell. Russell. <laughs> I, I said, well, if it were, I would be using my name, wouldn't I, not her name. <laughs> then they'd say, well, somebody else would say, are you her son? I'd say, don't let Jane hear that. <laughs> oh, my God. And people just couldn't understand that two people loved each other as friends that had <laughs> the same last name, which actually I stole her name, and Jane knew that. When I was a little kid starting off in the business, I needed a stage name. My name at, the, at that time was too ethnic. It was Serego, and that was very ethnic for the time. And I thought, I love Jane Russell. She's my favorite star in the world. And I thought Ron Russell sounded good. Little did I know that 30 years later, for years and years, would Jane and I be the best of friends? 
So that's, that's, that's Hollywood. That's, that's Hollywood. And she was a wonderful person. Do you ever know Jane? No, no. She would have loved it. She was great. So who's like some, do you have like a favorite? First of all, I know that it said in your bio that you really, you were good friends and Christina Applegate kind of like helped you get going. We had her, one of her husbands, Jonathan Sheck, is a pretty good friend of mine and he's been on the show. He's a great guy. He is such a great guy. It's not even like funny. Um, I've never met her, but everybody, everything I've ever read is that she's just fabulous. And uh, so, and And she's a trooper because of her breast cancer and how she did that. And she was wonderful about it. I mean, she's a brilliant gal. I love her. And Adam Ant, like, so you, which I guess you're like, and it also said you're like godmother to Adam Ant's ch- his children daughter. Or Yeah. And his like, daughter. what a great makeup person to put makeup on, Adam Ant. I mean, because he's so awesome. Did you ever like actually put makeup on him, get to do any of his wild stuff? No, I didn't do any wild stuff. We did films together and, uh, you know, some photo shoots. But I never, I always just made him, you know, camera ready. It was no, nothing wild ever. It was none of his great makeup, which he was great at doing, so he didn't need me. Um, but we became such good friends. We've been friends since 1981 and yeah, uh, Lily is my goddaughter and she's awesome. I love Smart, it. Gorgeous. Yeah. And you couldn't ask for a better face to do makeup on than his, even if it's just, you know, grooming. Cause it's, I just think it, all the, all the cool people that you've had, it even said in your bio that you got to take a guitar lesson from Eric, Eric Clapton. Maybe Clapton. did it say Eric Clapton? I mean, like, th- these are like, I mean, we're like name dropping names, but like, these are like people that are like so incredibly huge, like Eric Clapton in the music industry, got to be like one of the like top most famous musicians in the history of music. Yeah. But the reason our show is such a hit is because we do name drop <laughs> and everybody, <laughs> and listen, all of the people that write me on my, on my email and stuff say to me, you're so interesting. You know, this one and you know, that one Well, tell me a little bit about that one that, you know, and they all want that little bit of gossip. And my show was called Set the Records straight because i said to like uh, to jane of course and tony curtis and to uh, lauren bacall if there's anything that's ever been said about you that's not correct straighten it out now set the record straight so we get good dirt out of them yeah audiences loved it people are tired of the interview where it's like where were you born where'd you go but it's bullshit who cares we know your movies we see it we care who produced it no we (laughs) want to know the day that you were working in the hot sun with your panties soaking wet and you know what? Those are I'm the questions that people want to know. Well, oh, me. you're writing a book. Yeah. I'm actually finished with it. I'm just editing it. So it'll give you a little, it gives a little insight into my crazy life that was sometimes um, a little naughty. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll do a pitch for you then, because like I, I, uh, I have an audiobook company. I don't do. I don't do hardback books, but I have an audiobook company. So if you need anybody to do it, you can check it out. It's called Beacon Audiobooks. It's BeaconAudiobooks.com. We just put out a book for Matthew Modine recently. Oh. Uh, uh, we've done a lot of really great New York Times best-selling books and stuff like that. So you can keep that in mind. And let's okay. talk about makeup a little bit. First of all, you have. Uh, it's a lip gloss line, right? It's not a complete makeup line yet. It's just a lip gloss line. Yeah. Lip gloss. This is what it looks like. This is oh the package. Gosh, little package. I, I love the name. Instead of serendipity, it's serendipity. Yes. And you I know. think that that is like the greatest play on words. So you guys, so it's S-E-R-E-N-D-E-P-P-I-T-Y, lip gloss. It's serendipity, deputy. I don't want to mess it up. It's serendipity.com. And uh, you can follow, you can follow Lori on Twitter at serendipity. And so why do you start with, why did you, why did you pick lip gloss? You're a makeup artist and you do everything. Why was it lip gloss that got, got you going? Lip to me, because I don't have any lips, as you can see, I have to actually like 
do an hour's worth of work on them. Nice, normal human being lips. They're not even alone. That with the blow up lips, they look like a blow up doll. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. But oh, I, do spend, I do spend my extra five minutes, you know, making sure that you can see them at all because generally just, they're just, just rim them in a darker black, a brown, you know, you know the trick. You, you look fabulous. It looks fabulous. Yeah. Uh, what's to say? I don't know. <laughs> no, you, on, I got, I, when I get to LA, I'm calling you. We're going to have fun. Yes. Well, you and I have got to have a lunch. I think we're going to wreck the restaurant. I'm nuts, you know. I'm not all there. And you look I like you're a little that. crazy, too. I'm totally not all here. Like, oh, good, I'm good. Totally I am, you think I'm kidding? I'm, when no. we move there, calling you there. You're going to come to Palm Springs to one of our parties. I collect fruits and nuts. So you're in the nut bag. <laughs> and the fruits are all my friends because Jimmy and I are gay. We're married. So, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. So and go I, back to it, though. Go back to the whole lip gloss. Okay, lip gloss because... Okay. Besides the fact that I think your lips look fabulous, by the way. Thank you. Well, you know, uh, that's one, one of the reasons I decided to do start with lips is because I do need I need help in the lip department. So I, when I do my clients, as women, um, I have to correct and, you know, make them look a little fuller or whatever it is I need to do. I do that. So to me, that's always the biggest challenge. So I thought, well, let me start with lips because that's my favorite thing. And who doesn't like lip glosses? No, I think that's true because I know like Ron's got two daughters. No, let me go there because oh. I have something I want to tell her. Jacqueline Bisset, the actress, did a film in the 70s maybe called Madame X. She played a French madam in Paris who had the best prostitute women in the world. This journalist in America now is going over there to do a story on this prostitute who's Jacqueline Bisset. But her boyfriend just dumped her and she's heartbroken. Now, she goes to Paris, and Jacqueline, in time, renovates her, remodels her, and dolls her up and makes her, and teaches her how to talk to men. But what stands out in the film is she says to this girl, remember, there are three things that a man looks at. Lipstick, lipstick, lipstick. Yeah. If a woman doesn't have on lipstick, she's a man. And I agree with that. And I tell my daughters when they go out, lipstick, lipstick, lipstick. And, of course, they come back with something nasty. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that. Though. I was just going to say they buy a lot of lip gloss. Though. Well, they, they buy a lot. Because lip. I tell my women all that. When I did makeup years ago, uh, I told my women, uh, going out without lipstick is like going out without panties. It's the truth. I mean, you're just not finished off. A woman, my friend Perry Winkler, who I love, and every time we go to dinner, she's one of those people that eats her lipstick. Me you know, too. <laughs> oh, you do another one. She starts off with these beautiful red lips, and by the end of the thing, she's got a ring, a pink ring around. It looks like she ate a, a popsicle. So yeah. I say, Perry, lipstick time. And she's, oh, you're a pain in the ass, and takes out her compact. Especially I, red. I said, don't. Especially red. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. And I said, don't, do not put your lipstick on at the table. A lady never does that. Go to the powder room, put on your lips, and come back smiling, and let all the men see. You know, so well, let's go back though. Okay, so you have so like do do lip. Uh, he knows a lot about makeup. I'm like, I, I have okay. I know nothing. So I'm asking questions that maybe like a layperson would ask. You know, like I, I'm involved in a lot of films and stuff. But like when you say lip gloss, like lip glosses come in flavors. Like lip glosses come in colors. Lip gloss is what makes it look real shiny, right? It's a tint you know, of there's color. different degrees of lip lip gloss. There's mine is um two. You can wear it two different ways. You can wear it really like a lip balm, so it's barely there and just gives a little tint. Or you can put it on heavier with a brush, and it'll be more obvious. Um, there are other companies that make 
really thick, gross, like syrup lip lip glosses, which people don't like. Your hair gets stuck in them. I mean, they look good. You know what but it looks like? Ugh, I, I won't tell you what it looks looks like. You get a good time with a guy and didn't swallow. I mean, really, it, it's <laughs> and some it's women have it on. Oh, some women have that lip gloss on. I want to puke. I mean, yeah. you could smell it too from t three feet away, and it's caked no. all over the place. No, mine's it, not like that at all. No, I, I, I would imagine that knowing from little I know of you that it's going to be a simple line, not something that's involved or whatever. So yeah. now, do you have for men lip gloss? Well, I have a clear that's just, a, it's like a balm. So it's... Super uh, shiny? Or it's soft. not super shiny. It's, so, right. it's right. very, it's like right in the middle. You can put it on, if you put it on with your finger real light, you can, right. it's barely there. Right. Um, if you put it on with a brush, it's a little heavier. But all, men, can, all men in film wear lip gloss. Otherwise, your lips crack. Yeah, they wear something. Otherwise, your lips crack from the, the yeah. heat, the lights. So, so okay, so it's called, so the actual lip gloss is also called serendipity then, right? Yeah. Okay, and let's say that, let's say like I, I wanted to buy it. Where would I go? Well, right now, the only place you can get it is on my website, which is serendipity.com. Okay. And because originally I intended to only have the line for professionals, for other makeup artists, and then I decided to take it public, and I'm still working on getting it into stores. So, for, but for now, you can get it on my website, serendipity.com. Okay, so, but if you guys want to check out Serendipity, you can go to Ser Lip Gloss. You can go to serendipity.com. It's S-E-R-E-N-D-E-P-P-I-T-Y.com. And how did you come up with that? I mean, I, besides the fact that your last name is Depp, like, because that's really like ingenious. Well, that, that's, that's the case. <laughs> I know, but that's like totally ingenious, really. I do it all the time, though. I do it with different. I'm like, I'm like a punster, I guess. I do it with different names all the time. I'll call, I've said it before. I sometimes I'll use the nickname Led Deplin when I'm in a when I'm in a mood. You, you know, that's, or, a, that's a good one too, though. I like that. Not uh, yeah. you're aware of the fact that lashes are back. Would you ever put out a lash line, a good lash line, not that junk they buy in the supermarket? It looks like wire on wire. You know, yeah. years ago when the lashes were mink or wherever they were, they were phenomenal. You never knew they were on and they gave you a big look. Yeah. Why don't you bring out a good, good lash line? Um, I'm going to try to make this successful first and then I'll try to move on to another area. Because I see so many girls now wearing lashes and they put their eyes down and it looks like, like you know, you cut, you cut paper and you curled it. Yeah. Actually, you know, it's very because it's very. I mean, you're you're going into a very competitive marketplace, and uh, I think it's super smart not to expand too too much at one time and build a brand. One thing about it is that you came up with an ingenious name, and number two, that you have such a resume, you know, of people that you've worked with because people pay attention to that, you know, and it's important, you know, like if you go to a, if you have choices of makeup artists and one of them, you know, never done anything, and one of them's worked with like the most famous people in the world, you know, you use that to your advantage to. To get yeah. people interested, and everybody, everybody's, everybody's like a star fucker. Everybody wants to know who like people know. So, well, I so. did. <laughs> I, I did. Jane, Jane was eighty nine years old, and we went to an opening in, in Florida at the uh, Paradiso Theater in Fort Lauderdale. They showed her film, Gentlemen for Blondes, and I did her wig and her makeup. Wow. And if you want to go online and look at it, she looked 40 years old and she was 89. So the magic of makeup is amazing if you apply it correctly. Yeah. If a woman applies her makeup wrong, she looks like, you know, Norma Desmond or Betty Davis, <laughs> who I love, by the way, was my friend. I shouldn't say that. Betty was a doll, but not without makeup. <laughs> yeah. You see Betty without makeup? Oh, no. Oh, no. oh she, she looked like a man. I mean, God, please, Betty, don't hate me from heaven. But, <laughs> no, Betty was not a pretty woman. 
no. But when she was made up, you had to see how beautiful, not beautiful, but charm, pretty, you know, yeah. nice, decent to look at. Everybody has something that... Betty's with blue eyes, gigantic yeah. blue eyes. Yeah, beautiful blue eyes. And they, she, had, she had beautiful coloring. It was a weird blue. It was almost like a turquoise. They talk about Elizabeth Taylor, whose eyes I've seen too, didn't come anywhere near Betty Davis's eyes. Betty really had aquamarine, watery, big and sparkly eyes for an old yeah. broad. And a beautiful shape. Her eyes were a beautiful shape. They were not ball round. They were almond ball round, sort of. That was her best feature. Of course, her teeth were yellow, and I used to tell her, why don't you get teeth done? And she'd say, why don't you mind your effing business? <laughs> I think I would have liked being her friend. Oh, she so, was wonderful. No, she was good. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> so basically, though, then you, you're, you're pushing, you're, you're, you're developing and, and making the public aware of the new makeup, uh, the new lip gloss line, Serendipity, and then you work as a makeup artist also. Do you do stuff on film also, or do you do music videos, or what do you specialize? Do you have something that you specialize in, or you That's just do it all? I kind of do it. I don't do films anymore because um, it puts a lot of stress on my body. And I um, I have rheumatoid arthritis. So it's very hard for me to stand on set for 14 hours a day, four I, days mopping, in a row. I just can, mopping them. That's enough. That's work. Do they still say that? Mopping them? When you mop the sweat off them, it's called mopping? Oh, yeah. They no, call, they don't wait to say don't call it mopping anymore. anymore. <laughs> no. See, old fashioned I am. It used <laughs> to be when the actors were sweating, you'd say, go mop them. <laughs> no, we don't do we don't do so much mopping now. It's just more, I don't know, blotting. Okay. Well, they called it mopping. Go mop that star. It's <laughs> <laughs> changed. Things have changed. Sometimes we have to mop them up off the floor. <laughs> well, that, that I know for yeah. sure. I mean, sometimes you're making them up in their breath. You get high. So then, do you do? <laughs> you're do you loaded. Do, how about music videos? Because you work musicians. I I will still work on music videos. The problem here in L.A. mostly, is that um, ageism in all fields of the industry is very real. So if someone, if there's a band who's working and they have their choice between a 28-year-old makeup artist or me, they're going to choose a 28-year-old, even though I have more experience. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. They want, you know, rack in the face. They want it all. And, and No, so they want to share the joint with you while you make them. Well, yeah, but I could do that if I really wanted <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but I could. <laughs> no, I know. No, I agree with you. Ageism is really a big thing in film. But now, thank God, uh, you know, if you're a SAG member, they have to have X amount of senior citizens now in a film by law. Otherwise, the film won't get funded. So That's I'm good. happy about that because I make enough. films. Plus, right? there's a big article that like 70 is the new 40 or whatever, right. for and like especially for men, you know, in Hollywood. Like a lot you of see, the older men are getting roles. You know what's wrong with you? You're pretty and you're too normal looking. Now, spike your hair, make it ruby red with green streaks in it. Listen to me. Paint half of your face with tulips on it. Get weird. Wear platform shoes. Wear like the, the bra that looks like scones or points like Don had. And have bubble gum in your mouth. Blow bubbles and go in and say, here I am. I want to do your makeup. They yeah. will hire you in a actually, second. Actually, in the chat room, somebody posted. It says Allure doesn't review garbage. And they put up a link to uh, uh, a review on Serendipity. In Allure magazine, which that's like really big time. So congratulations. Yeah. What they you. say? Tell us what they saw. They chose my um, my color Marilyn, which is the red, as their um, number one color for the season for the holidays. Congratulations! That's, that's, that's awesome. Thanks. I'm excited about that. And Marilyn's lips were very. Famous. So how many? Wait, how many? Do you have how many? Do you have a lot of colors or no? Ten colors. Ten oh. colors, and they range from uh, 
clear to the bright red to like a dark brown, which is the dark brown is called Knockout, which I um, was inspired to name uh, after a uh, Layla Ali, um, Muhammad uh, Ali's daughter. Yes. Yeah, she's a she's a fighter, so I was inspired to name it Knockout because of her. Okay, that's three. We okay, got. What are, wait, big, wait. What the, are the other colors? Hang on. Wait, wait. What are the other I colors? I have the big question. What's the big question? What do they cost? Fifteen dollars. Oh, that's good for lip gloss. That's yeah, cheap. And, you get, and it comes, you know, gift ready. So. Yeah, that's cheap. Fifteen bucks. Is and cheap. it's in a pot. So see the pot. The pot. The pot is good, and it'll last you for like a year if you're smart. A very good deal. That's Most an good. eyebrow pencil today is fifteen bucks. Ten bucks for a stupid pencil. Yeah. Did you know that? I just bought an eyebrow pencil a couple of days ago. It cost me ten bucks. No, I buy. Yeah, I buy ones that are forty. I don't do it anymore because I had my eyebrows. Yes, I don't. I mean, you know, I mean, ten bucks is a lot of money for a stupid. Maybelline used to get them for a dollar twenty. He's talking about earlier because we were talking about Christmas paper, you know, wrapping paper. Because he wants wrapping paper, right? And so he's like, I can't believe, you know, because we've been Christmas shopping that wrapping paper, a roll of wrapping paper is like seven dollars and fifty cents. He's like, in my day, you paid forty nine cents for a roll of wrapping paper. Forty nine for the shitty kind and seventy nine for the sparkly one. Don't you love saying that though? Right? Don't you love saying in my day? I love saying that. I say it with great pride because you know why? I came from a wonderful my day. Better than today. So I try to tell everybody what it was like to have been given the gift of a wonderful existence in a gorgeous country with beautiful people and fun and happiness and music and food. Not yeah. like today where it's suicide, murder, churches, children, killing. Yeah. It's funny because I had never seen a Turner Classic movie like any of the old black and white. I'd never seen a black and white movie because I always thought they were old and I didn't like them until I met Ron. We've been together for three years and now I watch them all the time, you know, on there. And it, it really is true how like everybody dressed, everybody was so distinguished and everybody yeah. was so beautiful and everybody was always very well put together and people didn't look tattered. And, um, and so I think like, you know, that's a real point with the whole. The whole thing is a really good point, and it's enjoyable, I, you know. And 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 then Ron came up. I forgot who told you the saying about the movie's I was not old. Say that okay. now. Uh, I was t t I was at lunch. I was bullshitting with Betty, Lauren Bacall, and I said to Lauren, you know, nobody wants to watch the old movies. It's disgraceful how in Europe these kids love opera. Three hundred year old opera they watch as it's brand new. What's with these kids in our country? They think of our films as old. She said to me, Ron. Let me let you in on something, okay? Remember this always. If ever you have an opportunity, say it. A film is only old after you've seen it. That's from Lauren Bacall, Humphrey Bogart's wife. To those of you who don't know who she is. I know. Uh, and I agree with her, and I've kept that with me for 20 years, whatever. And Lauren was right. After you've seen a film, it's old. But if you haven't seen it, stupid ass, it's a new film. Yeah, but you can keep watching them over and over when they're I good. Do. I do. Watch some, oh, yes, he I do. does do that. I, do. I, do. I, do. I, do. I want to bring up another little like brag for you because um, I love to do that. And so it says that you're an ongoing fashion contributor for Fashion Police column and the newsstand circulation is 2 million more than the combined circulation of Vogue and Elle. So congratulations. So wait, Fashion Police is in what magazine? That, that's that's us? Us, yeah. I, I actually just kind of stopped doing it recently because I had so much other stuff going on that I didn't have time to do it. But when I did it, it was really fun. <laughs> I have it's to tell you, though, like your, your publicist, which we should give a shout out to Lee Runchy from Chrome Lee P. Runchy. She, uh, she is so fabulous. And like we've had several people. Uh, Ricky Rebel is a good uh, friend Love of the him. show and he's a, he does the fashion police thing and so <laughs> did Ricky. 
I forgot somebody else, Bello Sanchez or somebody else that we had on is, right. has done some of that fashion police stuff. And I have to say, like, uh, of all the publicists, because we work with a lot of publicists on the show, uh, Lee Runchy and Chrome PR have to be, like, one of the coolest, like, ones ever. Yeah. Um, so, like, I got lucky. Uh, I got lucky with her. Really lucky. She's fabulous. So say hi. Say hi to her. Say hi, Lee, because I think she's listening. Hi, Lee. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think the whole thing is fun. So like, do you have like an experience or something that's the most fun thing that you think you've had done in your career or like what's something that's like exciting that you've really, I know you've enjoyed everything, but, but like if we were going to pick no, out, you're going to give us some kind of juicy tidbit out of the new book, like what would be something juicy well, how tidbit? About, how about we do this? Why don't you set your record straight? Okay. What's well, been done or said to you that's an outright lousy, nasty lie? <laughs> That you were so pissed off about, you couldn't sleep. That people say about me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I don't think, written I don't know if I've seen product. one. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing. I do get a lot of shit, pardon my French, for continuing, <laughs> continuing to use the name Depp. But honestly, if my, if my last name was Smith, would anybody care that I continued to use the name after I got divorced? That's like a pet peeve of mine that people say, why do you keep using the name? He wasn't famous when I used the name to begin with, and I'm not changing it because it's a famous name. So it it's not even it's not even just that. I hated, hated, hated my maiden name because it was Allison, and I was ridiculed all through school for having two last names. So to set the record straight, I didn't change my name because I hate my maiden name. There you have it. Okay, and you have a right to dip is good, and it works with your lips with your lip gloss. It does, yeah. Well, it does. You know, thirty years after the fact. Yeah, but, but that's yeah. what I thought when you said dip. I picked it up right away. That was in the yeah. lip gloss. I didn't go anywhere else with it. Did you, yeah. Jim? Well, I, it's different because I got given the information differently than well, you, you did. <laughs> so no, I knew ahead of anyone time. Anyone that knows you and that you would <clears throat> connect. Meanwhile, he's crazy too. You know, so he's good to have around because Johnny <laughs> Depp. I've never met him, but he's crazy as a loon. I mean, I've heard, oh, Angelina Jolie, you know, grew up in my house. My You're daughter, kidding. oh, no, I'm not. I lived, I lived on Spalding Ro- Drive, right opposite the high school in Beverly Hills. And uh, Angie lived on Roxbury, around the corner, right in front of Roxbury Park. And my daughter, Deirdre, and she used to go to school together and play together. Now, Angie made a movie with Johnny. The uh, Tourist, that's The Tourist, that. which I love, the friggin' movie. Angie in it is magnificent. Oh, my God, is she gorgeous. We have to see everything Angie's in. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, you, you know what? Angie was two or three years old, came to one of Deirdre's birthday parties, and I remember saying to her, do you want to be a movie star when you grow up? And she said, I don't know. <laughs> Bitch did it, let me tell you. I watched her grow. She came into our house. We moved back to New York, and then we moved back to Beverly Hills. Years had gone by, and I hadn't seen you, Angie, maybe 10 years. She walks into my house. I thought, who is this piece of ass? Oh, my God. My daughter is skinny, no tits, no ass, nothing. Deirdre's got hanging hair. She looks like a a 12-year-old vagabond. And Angie has these knockers and a sweater with these buns and a tight jeans. She was gorgeous as a 14-year-old kid. I've seen pictures, yeah. Yeah, she matured very, very young. And then, of course, I ran into her again years later at the drugstore on um, wherever in Beverly Hills. She was with her husband, who you mentioned. What's his name? No, wasn't she with Billy Bob or that? Billy no. Bob. You she, mentioned no, she Billy. Didn't, no, she didn't. Oh, did, did you? Yeah, she did. Did you mention Billy no, Bob? No, did I? No. You know, the other girl we interviewed did. Yeah, that was that, last so. week. <laughs> anyway, I met them in the supermarket, and uh, we chatted, and I just said to her, Angie, I can't believe what you've grown into. I said, you're just amazing. Wait, 
if she would wear my lip glosses, everybody in the world would buy them. You're right. Would you, hello. If I had her on my show, I'd beat the if shit out of her. If we had her on our show, that would be great, too. We'd be on late night TV knocking the hell out of those boring <laughs> jerk-offs that are there now. But uh, Angie's gone on to live in Paris or France somewhere. Uh, we don't see much of her at all. But I did remember that that meeting of her. And she was. I said, you're just outrageously beautiful. Yeah. And she is. Yeah. She should be wearing your lip gloss. Uh, I think it's, you know what? Send it to her. She has a she has a place in um, New Orleans. No, not New Orleans. She has a place in L.A. Where the hell is she in L.A.? I can I I used to be friends with Brad, so but I haven't spoken to him in twenty years. So you know. Well, do you know uh, Bizet, Jacqueline Bizet? I don't. Because she's her godmother. Angie's godmother is Jacqueline, and she's mm-hmm. always floating around town. She's easy to see. I think it. I think that I think just by getting it out there, I think that you're you're going through like the right channels to get it out there. I think the fact that um, you've worked with people, uh, the fact that it's I'm sure it's a really good product because Allure would definitely not pick it out as yeah. you know one of the colors of the season. It's not like you're talking about like you know makeup for hags or something like Allure. <laughs> like, that's like a really big deal. That'd be a good and, name uh, to change it to. Makeup <laughs> for hags. And no, so, what's good about her product is if it's a good product, which I'm sure it is, is the price. She didn't go crazy. I mean, you go to buy a Chanel lipstick; it's fifty-five bucks, a hundred bucks, eighty bucks. It's stupid. It's it's out of bounds. You actually made a product that's that that works for every everybody can afford it, which is Absolutely. important in this day and time. You know, money is tight for people. They want to have a good product. They want it to be affordable, and yeah. you'll you can lure them in, and they'll like the product, and they'll they'll come back. Plus, it. There's a, literally there's a color for every age. You can wear it from the age of fourteen to forty thousand. My, you know, I have friends, you know, my age and sometimes a little bit younger that wear it and love it. My well, friend Elizabeth Perkins, she's a really great actress. She wears it and she loves it. Who was that? Who was that? Elizabeth Perkins. Oh yes, perfect. Oh, sure. She loves it, and I used it on Bonnie Raitt recently, and she loved it. So you know, it's great. And that's all. Well, ages when I come out there, you'll give me some, and I'll give it to some of my celebrities, and we'll shoot it. Yeah, that would be great. Shoot them. Just two minute things, like I love your thing, blah 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 blah. I love I'd that. Like to help you out. I help everybody out. You. When you're Thank my you. age, you're ready to die soon, so you do all that good <laughs> shit. So if there's any chance of getting in, if there is a heaven, you get in better. You know. You, that's a good idea. You know, the guy that's up there, if there is one, says, "Well, in your late life, you made up for it." So here's what we got to do, because we've only got three minutes. Let's get oh, some like, like advertising. Like all right, everybody. Her. So listen up. You definitely, definitely want to check out this the Serendipity Serendipity Lip Gloss. You can go to www.serendipity.com. That's S-E-R-E-N-D-E-P-P-I-T-Y.com. Follow Lori on Twitter. She's at Serendipity, S-E-R-E-N-D-E-P-P-I-T-Y. And on Instagram, too. She's on Instagram. So And it's the same, Serendipity. And follow her. Let's go buy the product from her website. And uh, let's support like the 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 new people coming out with something that's trying to give a really good product for everybody. We'd really like to check it out. And make sure you check out the Maryland lip color because that's the one that got picked for the Allure magazine color of the year, right, or whatever color for the holiday. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be really red, right? It's really red. So get awesome. the really red sexiness and. And I was f- going to f- say something else. And, but 15, and 15 bucks is a joke. That's two ice creams, $15 <laughs> today. Think about it. Am I wrong? Remember, ice cream was a quarter. Now you go buy ice cream. It's $3 uh, That's whatever. like going to the movies. Like We went to the movies the other day, and it's like 12 bucks to go to the movie or and 13 we, bucks. And, and we lie and say senior citizens. <laughs> oh, Jimmy lies. I don't. I don't have to lie. Jimmy does. Yeah, I lie to get the senior citizen ticket. <laughs> we, we, we love beating the theaters out of a buck. 
There you go. So so we want to thank you for coming on the show. We wish you all the luck and success Absolutely. with the line. Anytime you have anything to, to promote and you want to come back, just let us know because we would love to have you back. It was a lot of thank fun. You. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas, and I hope that you sell a million dollars worth of serendipity for the Christmas Me too. holiday. Yeah. Me too. And I like you. Don't be surprised if I'm knocking on your door calling Knock you. Knock on my door. I'm serious. I'm very I'm serious. I'll give you my address. You come over anytime. No, but I'm serious. I'm. You I'm, think I'm kidding? No, she doesn't. No, I'm, I hope you. I hope you're not saying. I hope he never comes. No, because, come, come over. See me, you're gonna say, "Holy shit, you really came here." Because you look like fun. I think I want to be friends with you. I'll, I, I would fun. love that. No, I mean, I could see your personality. You're New York, right? I lived in New York. I'm from Miami Beach, but I lived in New York. Yeah. Okay, it's the same thing. Miami, New York, same. Thing. All right, everybody. So go get serendipity.com. Get some serendipity lip gloss. We want to again thank Lee Runchy from Chrome PR. You can follow them on Twitter. It's at, I think it's either underscore Chrome PR or Chrome underscore PR. It's underscore Chrome PR, right? Chrome underscore. Yeah, Chrome underscore PR on Twitter, you guys. They're awesome. Lee Runchy, thank you so much. You have a Merry Christmas. Lori, you thank you so much. Thank you you have a Merry Christmas. And if you see Joey Malone, because I haven't seen him since I moved here and he moved to California, so tell, tell him that Jimmy Starr says hi. I will. All righty. Thank thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Have fabulous. a happy time. <laughs> she is so nice. Isn't I like she her. fabulous? Chad, She's wasn't she fun? Nice person. Yeah, I'm just thinking to myself, you always get the coolest people on your show. Well, because we really we're cool. Do. You know what I loved about her? Her smile. She had the warmest smile, like a friend's smile. It was beautiful. Nice smile. She's Pretty good. lady. Very nice lady. Yes, she was very, very I nice. I like her very much. All right, everybody. It's time to go. We want to thank you for tuning in. Next week, we've got Sean Kanan and Ian Buchanan, both from General Hospital, coming on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Chad, thank you so much. Chat room, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Where every man never thinking. What are we going to be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't trust me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and all this outfit. Jimmy, Jimmy Stark, new celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy.